Hey everyone, just before you get into the episode, there was a couple of things I missed in the housekeeping section. Uh, I mentioned at one point to, at, the start, at the start of that section that I, review, I reviewed uh, three different video games, one of which is for the Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare multiplayer, the other one is for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and the other one is for Death Stranding. The last two, which are more story-based, Star Wars and Death Stranding, are both spoiler-free versions. Uh, what had happened is I hadn't refreshed the page when I went to load the page to read it for the housekeeping section, so that's why it didn't show up. Uh, so those are the other two, uh, so those are those are the three video games that I uh, I was talking about. So yeah, just wanted to quickly mention that before you get into the rest of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, here's the rest of the Watchmen episode. See you next time. watching the Watchmen it's entertainment talks podcast for Watchmen on HBO and Sky Atlantic I'm your host Matthew joining me today my co-host is David how are you today I'm very well thanks good uh we're here to talk to, we're here today to talk about season one episode seven and almost religious or um what did you think of this episode um it, it was interesting kind of getting back to it after last week which um you know we talk about bottle episodes mm-hmm. and it was sort of interesting having seen last week's where you didn't feel you, you know, it, it got in the way and almost going back to the story this week felt a little odd to me. And I don't know why that is. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, very interesting, massive reveal at the end as well. Um, mm, yeah. So yeah i mean we we're now getting some idea of what's going on and the motivation of the different groups still still not revealed everything but but we are getting a little bit more information about where things are going and and uh yeah that and like i say that that huge reveal at the end is uh was fairly spectacular as well i thought mm-hmm. um yeah it was a good episode of watchmen i think it was going to be very very difficult to uh, top last week's episode or even have something on the same level uh just because yeah. it was it was so fantastic but yeah the show continues to be great um i don't really think this is one of their sort of more bottle-ish sort of episodes but of course every episode doesn't need to do that we've just kind of been talking about how no how well they've been managing managing to do that uh for, th- through several different episodes it's not been like that every episode but the ones that they've done like that have been very very good so far um and uh yeah i i think all the stuff with angela was very very interesting of course the reveal of um what's the husband's name i've got it written here uh cal cal uh yeah, yeah. um with him being um dr manhattan yes I think with the ring with the dot in the middle um that, yeah. that's the thing that's on it's the the blue guy's it's on his... head yes. yeah yeah yes. yeah i was trying to piece all that together uh this weird show um yeah a lot of people have been kind of pointing out that uh you know with the watchman poster that we have which is what i'm going to be using for this week's uh, episode because i couldn't find a decent picture from this episode that wasn't too spoilery uh yes. you, have, you have to be a little bit more choosy than what you might realize when you're picking a featured image for the uh the blog post you can't pick something that's too spoilery and not something that's you know whatever, whatever. um yeah. but yeah the the main kind of poster for watchman which is angela 
dressed up as Sister Knight with the whole blue glow thing. People have been kind of talking right. about that, which I didn't. I hadn't pieced any of that together before uh, this episode. I just thought like, oh, it's a, just a blue thing on her. It's, it's just a, a lighting choice or something like that. Um, had you pieced? Oh any, yeah. Had you pieced any no. of that together? I'm just looking at the poster now. No, yeah. I hadn't. I hadn't even made that connection. But yes, that's kind of interesting. That does make some sense. Right. Um, yeah. Her husband with the blue glow on her. That sort of thing. I'm, I'm guessing it's supposed to be the uh, symbolism sort of thing for that, or the foreshadowing, I suppose, for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting that all this time they've been hiding that in the uh, in the poster, and we weren't really aware. So yeah. Um, yeah. Credit to I guess Lindelof and everything for you know. Do it, doing that really, really well. Um, I didn't get a chance to check if it was this episode, but there is one episode this season that Lindelof hasn't been, didn't write for. I think it is this episode, episode seven. Uh, but I didn't get a chance to uh, to double check because as I've been going through the weekly uh episodes for titles and all that stuff, Lindelof was has been listed for all of them but one, and I think it was this episode. Yes, um, it was. Okay, so I do remember that right. Uh, yeah, interesting that he he didn't. I wonder why the uh, that decision sort of was that uh, he would time. I guess time? more than anything <laughs> else. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, he's doing everything else on the show, so right. show running and, uh, and everything else. So yeah, maybe it was just time that he he handed it over for. And maybe that's why it felt slightly different. I don't know. Um, maybe I definitely yeah. wouldn't say this is the worst episode. Just uh, different no, no, and no. and continues no, things as as we've been watching. Uh, really like the stuff with um, uh, Laurie in this episode with the whole trapdoor thing and like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that and was the butt thing. That was I do great. love her character. She's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. I'd almost like if um, th- there's a few different spin-offs you could probably do from this show. One of which was called upon last week was obviously the Hood of Justice. If we got a black and white kind of spin-off show with Hood of Will as Hood of Justice uh, fighting crime, I'd be up for that. Uh, I think another one would be if you had, um, let's say you take away the Watchman or, or something like that, and you just have Laurie as a detective, that exact same character, but there's no Watchman, you could maybe do that as like a detective sort of show. I think she'd be able to easily hold her own in that. Uh, obviously, yes. with, obviously with some sort of uh, partner, like that, that uh, detective partner, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Hey, maybe maybe you could get Merritt Weaver to do uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do uh, her um, role from uh, Unbelievable. That would be amazing. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, anything else from this episode you want to um, briefly discuss? No, no, I think we can kind of do it as we go through, really. Cool. All right, uh, we'll be back in a minute uh, for more of the episode. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts 
and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, let me scroll down here, uh, a bunch of video game reviews that I did yesterday, I did three of them, just sort of recorded them back to back, one of which is, well, completely spoiler free, because there's no spoilers in it, because it's for the Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer review, so of course there's no actual story in there anyway, but uh, <laughs> yeah, um, they've really kind of hit the ground running with it this year, and uh, of course you can listen to more more of my review to find out why I'm so impressed. Uh, Good Omens, of course, the David Tennant, Michael Sheen, is that the, that, that was the other guy, wasn't it? Uh, who played um, yes. the god-like character, or the angel-like character. Angel. Uh, yeah, on uh, Amazon Prime, of course, not on Netflix, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, the season one, episodes one and two, of course, this is another uh, spoiler-free segment from TV Talk 27. If you want to listen to all those segments, uh, go and listen to that podcast. I think there's one more segment to come out. I think I remember doing one more show after Good Omens, so uh, well, you'll, you'll find out Monday. So, uh, But if you've missed all of them, you can either listen to the entire podcast, or you can search through all of the individual segments if you want to do that. It's entirely up to you. Uh, Charlie's Angels Review, uh, another film that is really struggling at the box office, um, but a fun kind of female-led, obviously, reboot of the Charlie's Angels, uh, with some big names, Kristen Stewart, uh, you've got Patrick Stewart, you've got uh, Naomi Watts, so not exactly small on the the names, Um, so uh, yeah, of course, that's uh, a spoiler-free, spoiler-split kind of review. Uh, so you can check that out if you're into Charlie's Angels, which it doesn't seem like a lot of people are because of the box office numbers. Uh, Scream Season 3 Resurrection. We finally, after literally years of waiting, got uh, Scream Season 3. Thanks for that, Harvey Weinstein. Um, but uh, he's out the way, of course, and Scream Season 3 is released. And, uh, of course, it's good that that has finally come out. So um, we know the future at the moment of Scream is going to be the fifth film, I think. Um, I don't know about the season four. They haven't. We haven't seen anything from that. So there's that. Um, Man United drew two two at home to Aston Villa in one of the poorer performances from this season. So that was not fun to discuss. Uh, yeah, don't support a football team. It's bad for your health. Um, <laughs> if you, uh, of course, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, by the way, there's going to be 20 games that will be shown on Amazon Prime. Not 20 Manchester United games. I noticed games, that. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're going to be showing a bunch of different. Uh, Premier League games from this season, one of which is tonight's game against, actually there's a bunch of them on tonight, but uh, tonight's game against Tottenham Hotspur, which is going to be a, a good old Mourinho versus Ole situation. Uh, so yes, if you've got Amazon Prime, I'm sure you can just click on that and uh, it will probably have you know the games listed when they go live, of course. It is live sports, so you'll have to wait for them to actually start. Um, but yeah, excited to obviously go and see that game later. Hopefully we play well. And then of course we have the big Manchester derby on Saturday, so I'll be covering both of those games. Uh, let's play Sunday 17 for Concrete Genie. That's of course the uh, one of the new PlayStation exclusives for this year. Nine out review which speaking of good cast my goodness you've got Daniel Craig you've got Jamie Lee Curtis you've got Catherine Langford you've got Daniel Craig you've got um, a bunch of other people whose names I'm, I'm forgetting but that's essentially a murder mystery done by Ryan Johnson and uh, I did of course a spoiler free spoiler split review for that uh, what else is there here? Uh, gaming talk last week. We talked about Call of Duty Modern Warfare's season one update, which, by the way, is now live. That doesn't mean you can go in and play it because it takes ages to download. But uh, yeah, go and check the game for an update, and then it will trigger the update, and then you can start playing season one when that's finished. Uh, we also talked about the Half Life VR game. No, it's not Half Life 3. It's a prequel to Half Life 3, actually. Uh, and you can play that on, I think it's o- uh, Valve Oculus. 
Vive, one of those things. Uh, you can go and play that on that if you've got that as well. Uh, we've got podcasts for Arrow, Batwoman, and uh, Flash as well, and you can check those out all on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, all right, let's get back to the episode. Lady True uh, continues to treat Angela for um, you know removing the nostalgia from her body, of course, from last week's crazy episode. Angela starts experiencing her own childhood memories in Vietnam uh, atop Will's. Uh, when awake, Angela finds herself connected to a long tube, uh, enters a locked room that she believes uh, Will is in. After um, Bien gives a stranger psychological test to Angela, Cho begins uh, a- a- to explain Sorry, Bien's, um is a clone of her mother and she has been uh, providing memories to her. So... Uh, yes, this whole, obviously, continuation of the nostalgia thing, um, I thought this was handled pretty well, I thought it was interesting to see, um, them obviously go into Angela's past and whatnot, and unfortunately there was obviously the, uh, the suicide bomber guy and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I liked the, uh, DVD, is that the, the video, the, the DVD sort of thing of, uh, Sister Night was pretty cool to see. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, those old sort of, uh, video stores, I, I still remember those, I was, you know, I'm not, I remember Blockbuster, I'm not that young, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, cool to see that, all, all that sort of thing happening in the, uh, the opening for the episode, what do you think of, uh, getting a flashback from Angela? Yeah, I mean, this is quite nice, it gives you a little bit of backstory about why Angela ended up going for the Sister Night thing, which... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, we'd not really seen before. So that was quite cool to, to see where that origin of that character came from. Um, and you got, I mean, you know, the, the tragic past of Angela, uh, mm. where, you know, and how she sort of ended up back in, in Tulsa and, uh, you know, the, what had sort of happened up until that point. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to see a little bit more of Angela's past, um, given the events of the rest of the episode at some point in the, over the next couple of episodes. So, um, yeah, I thought, I thought this was handled quite nicely and quite well. You got, and it was, a, it was a good way of, of going back and giving them a reason to go back and show Angela's past because it is actually the nostalgia playing around with her head. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was handled quite well. Um, I'm not sure where they're going with the, uh, Lady True and, uh, Brianne thing about, you know the Brianne being a clone which I think I might have mentioned that as a possibility before but um the the fact that it's a clone of her mother and she's kind of basically trying to recreate her mother I I'm not entirely sure where they're going with that but um interesting though Mm-hmm. There is a couple of things in this show where you think okay we've got two episodes left we still do have a fair few things to wrap up and how are they going to do it but then you you got to kind of remember even though there's two episodes left there might be a season two there might not we don't actually know yet and that's still two hours of tv uh which is a yeah. is a fairly lengthy uh period of time um but yeah cause it, there's some worries among the fan base as to okay is this going to be another lost where we've got like less answers or not as many answers as what we want um, and of course, they're making the connection because of Lindelof and everything. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't know myself if he's going to wrap up everything, obviously, in season one or do a season two, or if season two will be a new showrunner. We really don't know those details yet. I wonder when we'll find that stuff out. Like, will it be the week of the, s- the season finale or something, or is it just going to be? I. It, it, it would be a bit weird if it was just kind of left open in terms of I, I those mean, answers. I, given that Lindelof said initially that he wanted this to be a kind of one can self self-contained thing, mm-hmm. I do rather hope that he wraps everything up 
at the end of it as much as he can. Yeah. Um, and, and isn't leaving things dangling because the plan doesn't seem to have been to create a second season. I mean, that's certainly what he was saying initially. I mean, he's now said that he, if he can find a story for it, he'll do it. He, you know, he consider doing a second season. So I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I do hope that he ends up wrapping everything up and, Given how tightly he's written the story so far, I actually think that he probably will. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's always going to be some things you're always going to have some fans complaining. It's like, well, they never explain this or they never explain that. And, you know, I mean, that's that's just the nature of what it is. But, yeah, as long as most things are, are wrapped up, I, I will be happy enough with it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and as to whether we get another season, I... I don't think you're going to get an announcement straight away because, as Lindelof has said, he's not sure it depends on what he can do in terms of the the story. So I think you're going to be a few months off that at least before we get an announcement. As I said last week, I rather suspect if it does come back, it's going to be one of those that comes every two years, um, not yeah. every year. Yeah, so. probably. Uh, and it's like we kind of said with HBO at this point and HBO Max and everything, they don't need... No, uh, these shows to be like consistently on sort of thing because they're going to have just so much stuff. Uh, yeah, in the future, um, with Tro preparing uh, to activate the Millennium Clock within hours, uh, Angela breaks into the locked room only to find her tube connected to an unconscious elephant. Uh, she rips out her tube and takes an elevator to a higher floor to find a globe device that plays uh, back the messages. That people that people had left at the Manhattan uh, booths, which we had seen um, Laurie there before. Uh, yeah. Tro, Tro enters, um, explaining that she has heard these and confirms Doctor Manhattan is not on Mars, but actually uh, in Tulsa, disguised as a uh, human. Of course, we get our answers later for that. Uh, Tro is aware of um, a cavalry plot to capture and destroy Manhattan so that they can become like him and her activation of the clock within hours to save humanity um yeah interesting that they did kind of tie back the um what was it laurie's uh joke brick message or whatever it was from yeah. from a few episodes ago from from her uh singular sort of episode um because i kind of thought that we wouldn't see too much more of that and it was something that i'd not not forgotten but really kind of pushed uh to the back of my mind because it seemed like something that wasn't quite important it's not that it is specifically important it's just interesting that they've kind of brought that back out um yeah i have no idea why did do we know why she's connected to an elephant i don't recall really finding no, out why necessarily but I, uh i mean very other strange. than <laughs> i i think that is i don't think there's any particular reason other than it's a large you know it is a large mammal and okay. maybe it's just something to siphon the drugs into possibly um hmm. i mean there, there is a sort of thing about elephants never forgetting is the, the phrase but and so i don't know whether they're trying to kind of mix something about that in we, we it's never really explained why he's connected to an elephant other than i mean you know they need to siphon the drugs out somewhere so maybe that's just what she decided to use possibly i don't, I don't know Mm. It's never really explained that, but I, that's a minor kind of mystery as as far as I'm concerned. I'm not overly concerned that we don't know why it was an elephant she used. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just thought it was interesting to see the whole whole globe thing, and that uh, uh, interesting to see the level of security she gives um, 
Angela in this episode. Like, she can't get through that one door until she kind of breaks it open or whatever, and then she can get upstairs. And then, uh, I don't. It, it was difficult at certain points in this episode to tell what Tro's, uh, Lady Tro's, uh, kind of motivations were. But I obviously they kind of did that a bit more on purpose. So, uh, and then, I mean, then, yeah. then, then she kind of tries to explain this whole, you know, clone mother thing and the, the gradual dropping of the uh, memories and that, which I thought was interesting. So, yeah, just some interesting, strange things happening with Lady Tro. Uh, yeah. And of, course, we... and of course, hopefully we get some more answers for the, the clock in, well, I would say future episodes, but we've got two left. So, yeah, I mean, we, we know that this millennium clock is supposed to save humanity, but they didn't actually directly explain how. Mm-hmm. did they i don't think so you know we know that it's a big thing that is supposed to help stop the cavalry plot and we now we know exactly what the cavalry plot appears to be which is to turn themselves into into dr manhattans into multiple dr manhattans maybe or you know um and obviously they're white supremacists so you don't want to give them that power but um yeah so interesting <laughs> yeah certainly some interesting weird stuff still going on so yeah um in the manor uh adrian verdi has been on trial for 365 days which is an entire year uh by the game warden for his crimes um is it just me or does this guy look a bit zorro-esque like is that on purpose yeah. or is it just like yeah, a, I, I think it's an just, inspirational design choice i think it's just a design choice for the mask Right. More than anything else. Okay. Uh, not only due to the squid attack, but for killing uh, numerous Phillips and Crookshanks, which obviously we've seen multiple times in the previous episodes. Uh, Verdi is given a chance to present his case, but simply just does this weird fart in response and just <laughs> says nothing, basically. Or the, the defence rests or something. Uh, the yeah. game warden determines uh, Verdi's um, verdict is to be judged by a bunch of pigs uh, who declare him guilty. Or the, the, the judge asks this one pig, what's the verdict? And just sort of does a pig yes. scream into uh, their ear. So, yes. Um, I liked where they were going before with the whole, you know, the, the moon-esque reveal. Uh, and then the whole bodies to make the message thing. I don't think this stuff quite worked as much. And I think it's obviously supposed to be deliberately sort of not giving us many answers. Because... I mean, he's given the, the guilty verdict, but nothing else specifically happens. I mean, Adrian doesn't even talk about anything. So, uh, and then no. the, the pig stuff is kind of out of place and weird. Um, it 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 wasn't bad. It just didn't really work for me as much as some of the other reveals, uh, which I thought were were a bit better. So, what, what yeah, do you think? I I mean, the very thing is one of the odder things in the show, and we mm-hmm. still don't know how he fits into the kind of main timeline because he has been i mean we know we know that he got locked up by somebody we don't know exactly who um can we, we know that's the game warden or is that just the well no guess? i mean the game the game no the, i think the game warden there is is isn't the person that locked him up though i think the right, game the warden is the there. person is the person that keeping him there which is why he's one of the phillips clones so i don't think he's the person that locked him up my my guess would be he was either locked up by Dr. Manhattan or Lady True. Um, th- those seem like the most likely candidates, considering that Lady True is kind of continuing his research. So, I mean, True would seem like the obvious choice. Um, Manhattan is a possibility as well. Maybe Manhattan locked him up before kind of returning to Earth to keep him out of the way because of the trouble he caused previously. Um hmm. So I 
I I don't know, and I I don't know exactly how he's going to fit back in unless it ends up with Manhattan rescuing Verdi to to stop whatever Lady True is doing because it does it turns out it's not quite as benevolent as she's making out it is, which is quite likely I think. Uh, so I. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to see exactly how that fits in at the moment. Um, clearly, Verdi's not overly concerned with whatever the game warden is planning at this point. Yeah, he's not really fighting for anything. So. No, he's not. He's not defending himself. He's not fighting for anything. So, yeah, I, I, I just it is a bit odd that, and uh, I, I actually didn't mind the pig thing because the whole thing about being judged by your peers. And Verdi is supposed to be the the most intelligent man in the world. So he doesn't really have any peers. I mean, he's Mm. also arguably quite evil because he did kill millions of people with that um, squid prank. (laughs) Prank, but, you know, squid (laughs) squid, uh, sort of uh, event. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't know how exactly this all fits in yet. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm more concerned about. Um, like, I'm more concerned about obviously where this is, where that character is going to end up, as opposed to uh, how like who, who arrested him and stuff. I think in terms of who arrested him, you could tell me that in like two minutes, obviously. But mm. just in terms of like, okay, he's got. He's, he's now got. He's now been given this guilty verdict. What What does that mean? Where is he going to go? He's already yeah. in uh, this prison. Is he going to be put like specifically more in a cell in this place or? Um, I I don't know. So is it? Yeah, are they are they going to execute him? Is it sort of yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, do do they? I mean, th- these things which are, are his underlings are they going to revolt and and execute their master? Are they? You know, is is he going to get saved in the nick of time by? You know, I mean, Manhattan seems to be the only one that could possibly save him. At this point, given where he is, we know he's on what was a planet around. It was a moon of Venus or something, wasn't it? That I think we worked out it was. Yeah. So something like that. Um. So I mean, Manhattan's really the only one that can probably go and get him. So my guess is maybe that he gets rescued by Manhattan at the last minute, or. But I I I don't know. I'm. Mm I'm in, uh, I'm very confused by the whole thing. <laughs> I think one of the most interesting things is that he's been put on this trial and stuff. He literally kind of makes a joke with the whole fart thing and then doesn't fight for like anything. Um, we do see him kind of sort of cry at the end. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Whether I, I mean, I, I'd like to know what he thinks is going to like happen to him as well now that he's been uh, charged as yeah. guilty. Uh, I mean, usually from what I know about prison stuff which is from different tv shows uh usually if you're in prison and you commit another crime you either get well depends what the crime is but you usually get either what executed or just have your uh, sentence extended usually yes um, or get thrown into solitary or right, solitary yeah. as well or, or the uh what's it called the shoe in orange is new black yes, or something the, the, the shoe yes which yeah. is solitary basically right right so yeah I, I if i had to make an actual guess it would be that he would be put in some sort of actual cell rather than this well quite I, nice place to be honest so. i rather i rather suspect they might be going down the execution route and he he maybe gets saved at the last minute but it's possible as well yeah i that's yeah. that would be my guess mm-hmm. uh pt reports to laurie that he cannot find wade of course the cliffhanger from two episodes ago yeah two episodes yes. ago um 
but discovers uh, several uh, cavalry bodies in his shelter. Obviously, there's been a bit of a fight, which we did not see. Uh, we don't know where Wade is. We can guess what happened, which is these guys came in and all got killed. How Wade killed all of them, we don't know. But obviously, Wade is uh, yeah, clearly quite skilled. Fairly handy, yeah. Right, right. Uh, and obviously, this is his place, so he probably knows, obviously, what he's doing and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's a very brief scene, but I think a quite important one. Um, just the fact of we did have the big cliffhanger and we didn't forget it, but we were more, I guess, distracted away from it last week because of the Great yes. Will episode and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ask you what do you think happened because it's clear that Wade got his, uh, you know, got one over well, on these yeah, guys. Yeah, got, yeah. yeah, but we don't um, know where Wade went after that. Though. Yeah, I'm assuming he's in some kind of hiding. Obviously, he thinks maybe there's more cavalry members or whatnot and... Mm. Um, I don't know. Do you think we'll get some kind of not flashback, I suppose, but scene that shows where he's where what happened, where he's gone? Maybe? I, I I would guess he's maybe in some side of sort of hiding, and he's trying to get to Angela, possibly. Maybe. Um, yeah. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, we have a I guess partial resolution to that cliffhanger. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we know they didn't kill Wade, so that's one answer that we've got. So. Uh, Laurie learns uh, from Angela's ramblings while on Nostalgia about Judd's connection to the cavalry and goes to visit Jane. Uh, too late to realise Jane is working with the cavalry and becomes trapped. She uses this remote sort of thing. Almost looks like one of them remotes for like... Um, you know them sort of remotes you can get for beds and stuff where they sort of raise up the, yeah. the headboard and, and whatnot, that sort of thing. Or the whatever when they raise up the bed and that kind of thing um and then it's initially not working she's like what are you doing and then uh she just obviously falls into this thing uh laurie is taken to the cavalry headquarters uh where joe shows her a cage-like device as part of their plan to bring manhattan to them as a means to become godlike themselves um yeah interesting little mini reveal here uh i mean now laurie is fully in this as well, uh, in terms of the you know, reveal of um, what's his name, the the, the guy from Zoo, he's uh, yeah, uh, Joe, yeah. yeah, Joe. Um, yeah, just thought it was funny. It's a very interesting way to have specifically, you know, we, we know what Laurie's character is kind of like at this point. To specifically have her be caught this way as to some kind of like almost um, like because it, it almost didn't work with the whole trapdoor. I thought that was great. So yeah, what do you think? The the trapdoor sequence was brilliant, and I, I kind <laughs> of love Laurie's. I like the fact that Laurie is so over everything. You know, mm. she's she's over capes. Like when this sort of thing happens, and I think she does a bit when I think it's when she's talking to Joe later when she was like, they had a trapdoor, really. <laughs> you know, she's like, really, of all the stupid things, you know, and and she she's sort of just exasperated and and kind of just over it entirely and i love the way she plays that it's it's just a brilliant performance by gene smart um yeah so i love the trapdoor sequence i thought that was wonderfully funny and um yeah then we get this further reveal about what the cavalry are actually planning to do and the fact that they are they are the renamed version of this the previous group that we saw last week um and uh yeah i mean their their plan to sort of try and kill dr manhattan or take his power is kind of interesting mm. so yeah yeah so it, I, with this episode specifically it kind of just feels like okay here's your maybe a last set of questions 
said yes. sent to you before you actually get some answers because we don't know a lot of answers to a lot of things that are kind of happening in this episode um which uh makes it a little bit more difficult to podcast on but uh, of course that just leaves us to to guess kind of what's going on but um yeah I, again i just think it's interesting that they chose laurie uh as the specific character to to be pushed into the trapdoor and whatnot so yeah We'll see what happens with her next week. Uh, Angela storms out and escapes the facility. Of course, the one that she was in from Lady Tro. Uh, Cal finds her rummaging for a hammer. Angela tells him that she uh, has always loved him as a husband. And they're calling him John. Uh, that they are in trouble. And proceeds to kill him. Bash his head in. Uh, kind of Negan style. Yeah. Uh, although that was with a bat. But you know what I mean. Uh, she extra- extracts a small um, disc from his, his head. And uh, there's a blue light glowing from. Um, well not from his body. From this thing which she has taken from his body. So. Yeah. Um, kind of had this feeling that like. One, you know, once she got the hammer. And was standing next to him. I was like oh she's going to kill him. And uh, it, I don't know. Interesting kind of re- reveal you sort of. Not obviously the whole Doctor Manhattan thing, but just the kind of mini reveal of like, oh, she's she's like about to kill him because it doesn't look like she's sort of standing down mm. for any particular reason. Uh, just one of them sort of scenes where someone's got someone kind of cornered in a way, and you, there doesn't seem to be any other route that they're gonna very quickly go down. Uh, I thought was interesting, but yeah, so he is Doctor Manhattan. Yes, I okay. mean one of the one of the things that was mentioned in this episode was about Cal having, you know, suffered total amnesia, which is, is a part of the conversation that mm-hmm. she, she has, Angela has with Lady True earlier. Was that mentioned before and I just forgotten it or it would just kind of bypassed me or, or was that a new bit of information that we got? The fact that Cal had had amnesia was, was that the first time we'd heard about that this episode? Um, well, she mentions about the car crash or something, doesn't she? And I don't recall her mention- mentioning that before. So, yeah. Um, so that might I... be what you're sort of referring to. Yeah, so, because it, it's one of those things that, I mean, it seemed to slightly come out of nowhere, the fact that Cal is, you know, the, this thing about him having suffered amnesia. As like I say, it might have been mentioned before, but I don't remember. Um I don't remember them saying anything. Maybe they did and I just forgotten. But um so yeah, that sort of covers for the fact of why Cal doesn't have memories from the previous life because he mm-hmm. didn't exist previously. Um and uh, but Angela clearly has known that he'd been Dr. Manhattan all along. So yeah, I mean it's an interesting twist this as well because as, as i remember the the book ending dr manhattan does disappear and sort of goes off and decides to to explore other universes and talks about oh maybe i'll go and create life or you know somewhere else or so so he he really does disappear and does it does disappear off mars um and it's never clear exactly where he goes but clearly in this iteration he's returned and he's now like you know there are various versions of this because if you follow the the dc um doomsday clock books the world that he ends up going to is the dc universe uh dc comic book universe in that iteration so uh Yeah. yeah so so the there are various versions of this but yes obviously the tv version he clearly decided to come back and um become human having 
fallen for Angela by the sounds of it. I mean, that seems to be what they're implying and they decide the best way to be together is to have and have a normal life and he becomes somebody else to hide his identity. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and this is also going to be quite intriguing when Angela eventually meets Laurie again because Laurie is John's ex-girlfriend. So... <laughs> right she yeah. Laurie Laurie dated Dr. Manhattan for a while uh, and they, they didn't end on the best of terms but uh, hmm. yeah so there's so she has a quite a connection to Dr. Manhattan as well yeah so that's yeah. going to be an interesting conversation when that comes up right no wonder Laurie's got this kind of I'm done attitude so yeah yeah totally. um yeah also very cool in uh it was obviously in an earlier piece of the episode seeing a sort of massive version of uh Dr. Manhattan <laughs> Uh, going through this Vietnam, town or whatever yeah. that was kind of cool so yeah. yeah uh interesting episode we've obviously got two left to to go and we'll see what they set up for um next week's episode there was some uh there's something i wanted to discuss as well somebody had i think the way i saw it i think alan sippermore retweeted someone else's tweet about a mid-season mid-credits scene or like a post-credit scene and I was sure that it said on that tweet it was for this week. Uh, there was no mid-credits or post-credits scene, so don't bother going back and check. I've already done so. Um, maybe they were talking about next week's episode. And then maybe. I remember saying to you, uh, well, before we did the podcast, that that might be some sort of you know post-credit scene to set up the season finale, which would kind of make sense. Uh, I mean, Marvel's been doing that sort of thing for well, literally a decade. So uh, using post-credit scenes to set things up. Um, so do you think we might get one of those next week? It's entirely possible. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a warning for next week's episode. Don't turn it off too quickly. So, um, yeah, it, there's not too much else to say. I don't think. Um, we'll see what they set up. I think next week again is probably going to be another setup episode, and then it's is really kind of a bit of a strange position to be in because um, we don't know if we are getting a season two. We don't know if this is just going to be a one and done thing. We don't know if you know it's an anthology for second season or a new showrunner uh so they're gonna have to kind of um i guess social media wise clear some of that stuff up in terms of announcements over the next two weeks so we'll see what happens <clears> but hopefully it doesn't end up on the too big of a cliffhanger for um particular reasons so uh yeah we do have some feedback uh you can of course send in your thoughts feelings questions comments uh, or just get in contact with entertainment talk matthew at entertainment talk.org talk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes lauren says loved your podcast and analysis of last week's episode thank you very much uh you both keep mentioning a, a bottle or single focus episode first question is what's the difference what is the difference uh second question do you think uh, the show can keep doing that uh to answer your second question first which is not usually the way you do things, but I'm going to do that anyway. Um, uh, yes, I definitely think the show can keep doing it because it's shown so far that... How many have they done? Four or five? Something kind of, like that. Kind of singular-ish episodes. Uh, I do think they can certainly keep doing it because, I mean, if last week's episode is any indication, they're certainly very, very good at it. So I think they can keep doing that. Obviously, it depends, you know, is... I, I don't really think they're going to do that for the rest of the season. I think there's just too many no, different... No, I think, there's, I, I think we're probably on. at a point now where the last two episodes really have to take place in current with time with current people. You may get some bits and pieces of background, but you're not going to have like whole episodes like... I mean, last, last week, they've they've done little bits where you followed one character sort of in the current time. Um, I mean, last week's very much was what we'd refer to as a bottle episode uh, mm-hmm. although did stitch into 
bits and pieces in in current places um so yeah i mean the i don't know whether is there a difference between a single focus episode and a bottle episode i don't I don't know if there is uh, what, what I would kind of say is bottle episode is it's more focused in one location maybe and then single focus is more maybe focused on one character but that character right, can okay. obviously go to different places or different areas yeah. or whatnot so I, I, um, I think part of the difference with the way this show has done those sort of things is also compared to something like The Walking Dead where you had uh, things like the, the clear episode um, with Morgan um, what this does very well and what a bottle episode really should do is push the main story forward um not just give background to a character mm-hmm. yeah uh, and what walking dead did terribly was uh, <laughs> when they put a bottle episode in all it did was give background to one character which was already you know all very interesting mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't really add an awful lot to the story moving forward whereas you look at the episode last week it it did give you a lot of background to Angela's character and particularly to Will's character obviously but it also pushed forward the agenda of the entire show as well because you got to find out about this other group and the fact that you know the the cavalry has been around for years but in another name um Mm -hmm. so it it was there, you know, they, they were actually there pushing that main story forward. And that's what this show has done quite well. And it's what bottle episodes really should do is they should have some impact on the main storyline, not necessarily um, just be there to give background on a character that you might find interesting, which is all well and good, but it, it slightly removes it from, uh, you know, you, you could literally pull that episode out and it would not affect the main timeline at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Plus, with last week's episode, it was literally cutting back and forth between past and present, but using the present storyline to connect back to the past. So, yeah, uh, they did that really, really well. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say is the difference is a bottle episode is more focused on maybe one location and single focus is just more focused on either one particular character in different places or one particular maybe story. Uh, single episodes is a little bit less focused maybe as a, as a bottle episode is but uh, I mean sometimes they can be both the same thing so yes uh, there is a very there is one variation of of that of course which is the backdoor pilot as well right which is right. which is an entirely different thing that you occasionally come across which is that the backdoor pilot is is a, essentially a bottle episode um which doesn't necessarily directly connect to the main well connects in some way to the main character of the story but backdoor pilots are used by the americans quite a lot uh to run a test of a potential spin-off show and we've seen them do it in things like supernatural they're doing it in the 100 next season or later this season i can't remember later this season uh yeah so it's when they yeah. they are thinking about a spin-off and they will insert uh, an episode in which sort of connects to the main story but is an actual fact is a pilot for a possible spin-off um so that that's a sort of variation of a bottle episode as well mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think Arrow's going to be doing that next season. As, uh, yeah, ne- Arrow, next, Arrow next season. has one uh, with, uh, Arrow, with the, the Green Arrow and the Canaries potential spin-off. That, mm-hmm. I think, is going to be a bot episode. Yeah. Uh, Michael says, for the action that Watchmen has shown so far, how would you compare it to the other superhero shows out there? Um, I mean, this is very, very different to like a Flash mm-hmm. and Supergirl sort of thing, but this is, I would still say, very much like a Punisher-Daredevil kind of thing. Not necessarily Iron Fist or Luke Cage, but certainly Punisher... Daredevil-esque, where um, 
yeah just just more kind of akin to that so um i i do feel like in the last couple of episodes other than obviously that there was a bunch of action in the um in the will will episode but uh they haven't had too much of it really no in, in some of these episodes and i thought that there would be a bit more um but uh i mean when we still had the action it's still still been great but yeah, I mean, with, with some of the Arrowverse shows, it's more just kind of, like, fun superhero stuff. Yeah. If, even when you go over to some of the darker shows like Black Lightning and Arrow, it's still very much, you know, uh, networky superhero um, action scenes. Uh, Legends is obviously very much the same as Supergirl and Flash in just fun superhero action. Um, and, uh, yeah, what, what else do we have? Uh, the Boys is obviously you know, very, very dark. Yeah, um, but, I mean, I, I think... The, the thing is, just because it's comic book, it doesn't need to have big action sequences. I yeah, mean, you look yeah. at you look at things that are yeah. It's the same with comic books. I mean, the Watchmen comic book itself isn't like full of action. It's you know, it it's not like it, it's not written in that way. It's not like uh you know the the things like the Arrowverse shows are very formulaic in it in the way that they put stuff together. You know, it's it's like split it up by these ad breaks and it's like you you get to a certain point there is an action sequence somebody gets in trouble there's an action sequence yeah they they have a formula to it um whereas things like this are, are written on a slightly more cerebral level they're they're designed to make you think and just because they're comic book based it, i i don't see any reason why you should have you know huge action sequences you could just have like three characters talking for the entire episode if that's what you wanted to do mm-hmm. um i and i mean there is I, I think there was a bit of that in the punisher and and there was a bit of that in, in things like daredevil but daredevil and punisher are are very much action-based heroes so again you yeah. did get quite a lot of action sequences in that um you got stuff in the boys uh umbrella academy would be the other one as well i mean mm-hmm. umbrella academy again is is more of a thought thought provoking like series rather than like these huge action sequences so i i think just because you're using the label comic book on it um comic books are wide and very varied and they aren't just like you know superheroes kicking ass all the time <laughs> there are lots and lots of variations of comic books of different possible things and some are designed to make you think more some of the designed just for fun explosive action stuff uh much like tv shows are as well so i i think just because it's based on a comic book i don't think it necessarily needs to have these huge action things every week mm-hmm. yeah i mean watchman's obviously a lot more politics based so it's got that that's one, yeah. one of the big points of it obviously um but yeah, there's that's a great thing about all these superhero shows. There's probably something for you out there. Uh, mm. Just depends if you have the right streaming service at this point. So, yes. um, yeah, that's what we've got for uh, this episode of watching The Watchmen. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, one thing we haven't yet talked about. I was going to maybe bring it up in housekeeping, but I kind of forgot to, and I've just remembered now. Uh, the Geek Town Awards. Would you like to talk about those? Yes, we. Um, I will mention that now. We have the geek town awards running on the uh, geektown.co.uk website at the moment where you can go on and vote for your favorite uh, tv shows games uh, movies of the past 12 months and we have a huge geeky 
um, prize draw as well. So if you go on and enter your votes on the website, there is a, a huge prize package worth around 700 quid of um, various things from DVDs and comic books and like ornaments and um, vinyl figures and various other geeky bits and pieces. Uh, there's an Amazon Fire tablet in there. There's a Now TV smart stick. Uh, there's also a runner-up prize as well, which is worth about 125 quid, which is a mystery box of geeky bits and pieces. Uh, all you have to do to enter is go to geektown.co.uk forward slash awards fill out the form uh, fill out your details and uh, hit enter and that's it that's all you need to do so cool uh yeah so you can either go to geektown.co.uk slash awards i'll put in uh, a link for that in the show notes in case you just want to click over to it uh there's also of course a link just on geektown.co.uk so if you go onto that you can click on it from there um and i did uh, post it on twitter as well so there's plenty of different cool. ways you can access it so um and i'm sure you've tweeted out on geek town at yes, uh, on, on twitter as well so um yeah go and vote uh, go vote for your favorite shows and uh, best of luck to those who enter the the um prize draw thing whatever it's called um when when is it going to be revealed like which shows have won and things like that uh it will be revealed early january i usually put them out on the first or second of january uh competition closes on the 31st of december so you've got the whole of december to go on and do it but uh sooner the better (laughs) all right and plus if you want to know if when and where your favorite tv shows are coming back who's going to be in them who's going to be cast for the batman next uh when uh if and when avatar 2 ever ever comes out uh if 24 (laughs) ever comes back uh (laughs) Uh, you can find all that, of course, all on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio on iTunes. Um, and, uh, yeah, go and uh, have a look at, at some things over there. Of course, you can find all the podcasts that we've been doing here on entertainmenttalk.org or on podcast platforms. Uh, just so much stuff we've reviewed at the moment and uh, things that are going on. Some things are coming towards the mid-season finales, which Watchmen will be doing in two weeks. So just, yeah, keep your eyes on the website and on Twitter and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I've already said how to do feedback and everything, so obviously send in your thoughts feelings comments all that sort of stuff uh if you want to support the podcast support entertainment talk we're on patreon check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers if you're uh not watching football on amazon but if you're shopping on amazon uh you can of course use our amazon affiliate link if you're shopping for christmas yourself or both which is fine obviously uh you can use our amazon affiliate link we'll get a small cut of what you spend it won't cost you extra itunes feeds please rate review and subscribe to those as well um and of course word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and the itunes feeds i'm sure you'll find someone talking about watchmen or any of the other dozen things that we cover here on entertainment talk uh, of course social media please share them on facebook retweet them on twitter and put them in different facebook groups if you're allowed to video games you can watch us play different video games me and david stream on twitch robert streams on mixer and look out for let's play sundays as well uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next time goodbye bye